What's cracking, everyone? Welcome back to the lockout. It's a sausage fest this week as we've got four lads on the couch. Yeah, Hello, Matthias. But it's good to be back. Yeah. Back for another week. We've we missed you, bro. How you been? I was crook, crook as a dog, but um, happy to be back. Happy, yeah. happy to chat a bit about the F1. Happy to watch it over the weekend as well. It was good. Yeah, nice, nice. It was, um, you know, the usual suspects again. Same storylines. I feel like we're repeating ourselves again. But um, there's a lot to chat about from the weekend at Zandvoort. I thought it was a pretty good race. Uh, definitely a lot more interesting than last year's race. We saw a lot more wheel-to-wheel racing. Um, and, yeah, it was quite entertaining. Yeah, there was a what bit of spice, uh, especially towards the end there with all those VSCs and safety cars and mm. stoppages that weren't stoppages that became stoppages. And yeah. just, yeah, a bit of a shit show at the end. But it, it made for an interesting race to, towards the finish. I thought it was nice to see at least someone potentially fighting for for a win the lead of the race yeah you know it didn't end up happening but at least that sort of feeling was there that you know it wasn't just one after the fifth lap or whatever there yeah was, pretty there was much some sort of fight it was um it was interesting to see some of the big teams other than ferrari make some pretty silly decisions on track in terms of their strategy yeah, like take the limelight away from ferrari <laughs> yeah i mean i mean look they <laughs> still they still play their part they, yeah they, they still did still a, yeah, a pretty a pretty good job of they still got the spotlight feature in the of, fuck of retaining yeah. the the shittest strategy award but um yeah even to mercedes see mercedes even crumble a bit, a bit there with job. lewis and Mm-hmm. But what was good, I thought, was that Mercedes were there fighting again, which we hadn't really seen all year. Yeah, they had like some serious pace. Seen them around the top three a lot now, yeah. but fighting for that that first place with Max that and was fighting each see. other too. Exactly, it was good. Yeah, so, no, it was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Before we get to going through some winners and losers and chatting about Mercedes and everything, I I wanted to just bring up the um the pigeons because that was a big storyline. <laughs> the thug um, pigeons. They got sort of more being practice. Than I do. They just don't care. They park themselves. They don't they give want. a shit, man. Did you see the footage <laughs> of them? Track. Like they're flying past. You imagine how much aero and wind is coming off these yeah. cars, and these pigeons are just trotting around like nothing's happening. Just another day in yeah, the life. Just apparently. another day. Yeah. And we saw one get like beheaded on an F two car. It ended up. I, didn't, I didn't know that, nor did I see it. But you were mentioning it's that. It's bad, man. It's, it's fucked. Yeah. Well, look, it's not safe for work, that's for sure. It's the risk you pay to get the prime seat. If you want to watch the I race know. right there. Best view in the house. You take what you get. You couldn't get much closer to that car, honestly. You couldn't. Yeah, you really couldn't because it took your head off. But I thought um, <laughs> that's what they asked for. I thought it was Theo Pochard's car, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. I thought he was going to get penalised for having extra wings. <laughs> <laughs> was, it in the, was it in the race or was it like in the qualifiers or practice? I'm actually not so sure. I, I'm pretty sure it might have been in the... Um, what do they call the race before the feature race? The sprint. The, the sprint. sprint, yeah, yeah. of course. Because it cause, cause much damage to him? It was on, you know, the little section that comes out for the onboard cameras? Oh, yeah. So it just got chopped in that little section, like just full coat hangered yeah. by the camera. Yeah. It was like that camera above, above the helmet. Like that section like there. Pretty gory and like, like fucking warning here, but imagine he had like blood dripping down his like helmet or something. Oh, That'd yeah, that wouldn't be good. Be I'm sure he had to pit. But um, look, Zanvo was pretty special. It was yeah sold out. It was a record attendance of over 300,000 people. It was great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, funny to see that they banned flares halfway through the weekend and then what proceeded. What a soft ban that was, by the way. The was most that soft ban not ever. Done earlier? I thought it was already like it was already expected going into the weekend that they were banned. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I think the catalyst was obviously um, flares getting thrown onto the track, um, not once but twice. Just uh, ridiculous, huh? Ridiculous. And what I don't you know if you guys saw the video, but the video of the second guy who threw it onto the track looked like 
he actually worked he there. might have been an employee or a security guard the, or something the yeah. earpiece on and he had the, some sort of security um outfit on yeah, so it's, it's good to see that they vetted who they employed i mean like yeah why are you getting hooligans but yeah i don't know like i can understand the flares and part of like the scene and the atmosphere as yeah, a fan. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But why are you throwing it on the track? Like, fuck, man. You're, yeah. just, You're just ruining the event. Like The acts of one idiot just delayed it for not only everyone at the track, but everyone around the world tuning in. And I know, like, qualifying was delayed for a fair while. And, um, I mean, for me, I was pretty fortunate because I was still getting home. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, I got home and well, I was, was like, like, oh, why is this still on? Some extra time to get <laughs> yeah. back. But, you know, especially for punters all around the world who are tuning in to watch a race. And I know, especially us here in Oz who all the, all the time the races are at like it's an ungodly delayed. hour. To have it delayed just that little bit longer, it's just, oh, you'd be so mad, wouldn't you? Yeah. I was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think that was his concern. I don't think it was oh, he didn't, the Australians yeah. watching the race. No, but I know, but it's like, it's a global sport and it's yeah. it's madness how the act of one individual can it. affect literally every single and, person and watching the sport. And take away even just throw them, throwing them on track. Like there, if I was there watching a race and I just had... I was trying to watch the cars go by on turn one and all I've got is a puff of orange smoke in my face. Right I can't even you, see. Yeah. I'd be pretty livid. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. The, the prices you pay the these days you're for paying tickets. sit there. Yeah. And then you can't even see it. Yeah. Yeah. It, so looks, true, it looks cool yeah. from the cameras, but yeah, being in it, especially if you don't want it, would suck. Yeah. And um, look, they did ban it, but yeah, like you said, it was a soft ban. It's pretty soft. It was yeah. like they banned it, made such a big thing about it. And then the post... The photo they were posting everyone on social media was, was all the Max flares. standing <laughs> up on his car with two with flares, in, two his flares in his hand. I was like, what sort of like double-edged sword is this? Like, make up your yeah. mind. They're either banned or they're not. Yeah. I mean, they banned it, but I don't think they banned it because they wanted it banned. I think it was just because of the commotion it caused, especially last year with all yeah. the, the... Everyone reacting to it and saying how annoying it was and how bad it was. I personally don't mind it, like... I mean, flares in any sport, it adds it adds a bit it of adds it adds to that atmosphere. Yeah. To the atmosphere. When they zoom out in the helicopter and you yeah, can see all looks the smoke coming up and, and like, all the orange outfits, it's pretty cool. But it's just, yeah, it's it's the people doing it. Sometimes you need to have a bit of control over who's who's got them in their hands, really. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they should pick and choose who gets one. Maybe they should hand them out and go, "You can have one, you can't." Yeah, <laughs> they just pick people that are responsible. Yeah, it's like getting a pen license or exactly. your driver's license. You get yeah. a you flare license. Need a flare you license. You got to earn it. Yeah. So, obviously, it was another bagged win for Max Verstappen. Um, he didn't really have to fight. He, his pace was there all weekend. Mm. Um, my favorite part about his race was when the safety car was ending and George was leading. And so, apparently, there's this rule that you can't, when the safety car ends and you're near the finish line, you've got to wait till the finish line to overtake. Yeah, and he timed it just so Immaculately. perfectly. Yeah. The, the footage over the top is like, they come out of the straight, they open, he opens DRS, he's full throttled down and apparently he lifts off the throttle like for a split second before. just yeah. before the finish line and then you see the like over the top shot and he literally overtakes George like literally two metres after the finish line. It, it was, was perfect timing. Genius. It was brilliant. I think Lewis um, would have had a bit of PTSD being on the mediums out in front with uh, Max behind him on a restart with softs. Yeah, and bit of he, a throwback to the end of last year. He voiced his opinions on that. Oh uh, yeah, by saying I can't believe how much you guys fucked me. Got heated, race. huh? Yeah. Well, they they did. I don't blame him. Did they fuck him? It was kind of his decision to stay out because I was looking at the radio calls between the two of them, and, and George. He was very vocal, wasn't he? George was in. like, "I want to come in. I want to put." George was on. pushing a couple, yeah. which makes sense. He's in P two. He doesn't have as much to lose as Hamilton, who obviously wanted 
George there to protect him from Max. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Maybe not necessarily Lewis wanting to come in, keep him out on the mediums, but I think Mercedes should have pushed to keep George out rather than let him come in. Because then having the two cars in front of Max would have made it harder for him. He might have still got over. Oh, he would have got him anyway. He (laughs) might have got past George, but to get past both would have made it, would have been touch and go. Yeah, I think if you ask Hamilton, he'd be like, yeah, you know, if George was still out there, we could have protected ourselves and I could have won the race. But I just completely disagree with that. I think... 100%. You know, the Red Bull and Max Verstappen had way too much pace for them. It was nice to believe that maybe Hamilton can win his first race of the season, but but I really don't think... Even then, okay, Max gets past you, but then you got Lewis and George, two and three. Like, you're still done better than what they end up. you got Ferraris on the softs as well behind. Yeah. He would have been they in the same boat as Lewis, uh, as Lewis with his like medium tyres. He just would have fallen back. Like You saw how much t- um, yeah, time Lewis up, lost yeah, on those medium tyres. The most interesting part about that for me was um, George's willingness to, to take that gamble and, and jump on the softs, um, even if it might not have necessarily been what the team would have preferred, which I think is something that Bottas would never have done in the Mercedes. Yeah, that was a very good point. Yeah, yeah. it's it's something that that maybe Lewis might have to get used to. Is that he's got a teammate is that's not just going to roll over for him every time. Yeah, and it's yeah. going to fight him more. He might have to start making those calls himself and getting ahead of George on the radio, being like, "No, I want to come in for the softs." Yeah, and if we see the Mercedes being more and more competitive, we're going to see this play out. I feel like we haven't really seen that dynamic get feisty yet, just no, because they haven't all. been competitive. Yeah, yeah. like. And the only times they've kind of been alongside each other, one's had the clear advantage with like tyres or DRS or something. So like in this instance, obviously well, George, yeah, George had the, the better tyres and just kind of flew past Lewis. But Yeah, it'd be good to see him fight it out like for like. I'd like to see this develop throughout the rest of the season and, and see if they get on and, and how it's going to go. Yeah, I think ideally this weekend, you know, best case scenario would be it's Friar's home race. They pick somehow pick up and fix whatever their problems have been. Then we got Mercedes in the mix too, so we've finally got that trio back. Yeah, we could have a three-horse race. Um, that would be great. But Hopeful. That's very wishful very thinking. Very wishful yeah, because uh, that'll happen. Yeah. And honestly, fuck, Ferrari need to go. Eh? Like, I like. I don't mind the team. I don't mind the drivers. But fuck me, they've got to get rid of Bonotto. Like him and your strategy team, just sack them all. He's like, how many chances do they need? Like, how long is this going to drag out? He's in. He's like such a staunch defender of the people behind the strategy and it's yeah. like exactly and that's one, what at me. what point do you just say okay we didn't get it right and something's gonna have to change because like they make a mistake sure they make another mistake they make another mistake and he's always going into bat for them so it's kind of like we can keep making mistakes and there's no consequences there's it, no there ownership. Has to there's be no accountability yeah. yeah and in f1 you can't have responses like that there has to be like yeah. immediate reactions to problems Absolutely. you can't just let problems simmer for half a season and just hope that they fix themselves. Like, Carlos's race was absolutely butchered. This it couldn't have gone worse. Like They, they butchered both, like two pit stops. So can we dive into this a little bit? Because that was absolutely mind-boggling for me. When we were talking about Ferrari fuck up bingo last week and we were thinking about all the possible new things that Ferrari could fuck up, we didn't even we still didn't get it. We still didn't even <laughs> get that they would bring out three tires and and have the fourth one like ten seconds behind. That was yeah, not on our radar. It's just nuts. And apparently, you know what they were saying on the broadcast is that they made the decision so late that you know there's obviously a communication between the pit wall and the engineers who are putting the tires yeah, on. Right. And if the pit wall are like we're boxing, 
the pit wall should, um, sorry, the engineers should be able to then go back to them and say, no, we're not boxing because we don't have enough time to get the tyres. Yeah. it's It should be a two-way conversation. But they did have enough the time to it. get the tyres because yeah. three of them managed to get them. What absolutely cooks me is well, that... That is a one, fair point. It's just one guy that didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. That's what cooks me. It's like, okay, there's four guys that run the tyres out, right? They get a tyre each, they run out, they're in their positions waiting for the car. If you're that guy on the rear left tyre... You should tire, be sitting on that fucking tyre. And you see the, the other time. three blokes moving. What are you doing? Yeah, but yeah. like... <laughs> If that's my role, yeah. I've got the tire on my back the whole yeah. time. Ready to and go. And whenever they call me, I'm running with it. Like, yeah. it's just attached to me. I'll sleep with it if I have to. Yeah, maybe, maybe they should get Ferrari tire Why have you left it somewhere forgotten backpacks. about it when it's your one fucking job? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Absolutely I don't get cooked it. me. They're a mess. Yeah, they should make a rule that the fry engineers have to keep the tires on their lap. Sit with it. Just or sit on it. There you go. Yeah. Sorted. you got to go. All right. This that's thing the comes thing. There me. is really no excuse at all for what happened and it's just it's even shambles because even that change itself that tire change the one in particular where he forgot the tire yeah just the guy with it. the guns forgotten the gun left it out <laughs> the on the gun road gets run over and gun then checker run runs over it like what is they're a mess they're an absolute mess i think that they're, they're trying to get every fine possible this year ferrari i think they're maybe trying, they're the trying to tick off every fine maybe, you can possibly get maybe that's yeah. what they wanted yeah. to do because then My, they, uh, they coupled that with the unsafe release later on as well and oh, i'm just like, like honestly yeah and did he get penalized for that in the end he got a five second penalty so he dropped down to eight at the end that's right but that's because you know we had a restart right near the end and everyone was within a second behind him so yeah he just at this point it's like how many things can they do wrong in one race yeah yeah the, when science came in and he was waiting for that long, I think it was like twenty second pit stop when they fucked that tire up, and his reaction was just like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And it was like <laughs> he didn't even have the energy to just be like, "What the fuck?" He was just like, yeah. "Oh my god, again, this you again, know, like again, yeah." yeah. Um, another funny comment that I saw was <laughs> Nico Rosberg coming in with another cracker comment. Absolute zingers from Nico this right, year. He's the zinger boxes are out. <laughs> He goes, even F2 or F3 teams make better strategies and pit stops than Ferrari. They really need to start making some changes. And Bonotto actually directly replied to his comment yeah, and he said, back, yeah. it is so easy to criticize when you're outside, but we will not change people. We have got great people. See, yeah. and that, oh, problem, that is a problem right there. Exactly. There's no accountability. I, mm. I can't tell you the last time he's come out and said, we fucked up. We need to do better. We need to own it. It's always, nah, but people don't understand the variables, the circumstances, this, yeah. that. Usually clashes with the drivers. Like he's usually backing the team over the driver as well. Yeah. And how many times have they let them down? When when do you hear him come out and say, we let Charles down, we let Sainz down? I'm sorry, never. Oh, dude, the thing is, the, the car that they have is so competitive and is so good. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I wish a team that was as well run as Mercedes had the opportunity to, to compete in the season with the car that Ferrari have because it would be a much closer season. Yeah. yeah. It would just be... I just... Yeah. yeah. I'm, at a lot, I'm at a loss for words. It's just every yeah, week it's something new. Like, now I don't know what to say anymore. Just to rub salt on the wound a little bit more for you. Uh, Here we go. I found a comparison photo from the driver standings after the F1 sprint at Imola compared to now. <sighs> just a little highlight on the, uh, the top five. So after Imola, Leclerc was on 78 points, then Sainz on 38, then Russell 37, Perez 36, Verstappen 33. Verstappen's now 310, Leclerc's 201, Perez is 201, Russell's 188, and Sainz is 175. Yeah. Like, he's 109 points ahead. Yeah. It was something like he could take the next four races off and still be first place. Yeah. 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 Red Bull cannot show up for a couple of races and still be in front. 
Um, moving yes. on, we've got to talk about the rebel conspiracy theory that was brought up. Mm. Oh, this is a joke, honestly. Well, I know, it's a bit far-fetched from the Hamilton is. fans. You're a Hamilton fan yourself. What are your thoughts? It's silly. I mean, look, I did find it very strange what was going on. Like, the Sonoda. Yeah, the whole Sonoda thing. Mm. But it's not... And on that, just how we were talking about the points difference. Yeah. Max is 109 points ahead or something. Why would they need to go to AlphaTauri and go, we need you to fucking well, pull something out? Yeah. The What I heard was that it could have been because it was Max's home race and... If there was one race he wanted to win this season, it would be this race at home. Would you I'm would you risk doubtful. the entire season and risk penalties, potential suspensions or anything like that? Would you risk all of that just so your boy can win his home race when he's over a hundred points clear? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like and would you risk would you risk being caught, you know, acting in not a sportsman like manner, acting in like, you know, being corrupt or whatever? Would you risk all that? There's yeah. no way. And debatably, he wasn't even really at risk. No. Exactly. That's that's like, risk. Exactly. His title rival wasn't even in contention to win the race. Yeah. If you can even call him a rival. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, but I don't yeah. think it was so much about the title rival. Yeah. Dan saying more so that just race that, that race he wanted to win. Yeah, it would have made really but no difference to mm. the Let's title. be real. A decision like that, if it were to be, would go all the way to the top. Like, it would be Horner calling the shot. Yeah. And I'd... Guarantee you it. He would have shut that down quick smart if it ever came up to him. Absolutely. There's no way he's going to go. I'm going to no, jeopardize my whole season. You could get easily caught out for that. Yeah, I'm not going to jeopardize the whole season for something like that. I know. And I know F1's a dramatic sport, but this is like a bit too much, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just but all those tin hat memes and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. They were <laughs> fucking funny. They were good. And honestly, unfortunately, uh, Hannah Schmidt, the head of Rebel Strategy, got absolutely hammered on social media yeah. by those Hamilton fans, and you know, Alpha Terry had to come out with a statement I today. Saw. Um, basically just saying it's not on. Um, yeah. Well, the Unbelievable they, what happens on social media these days. Exactly. Days. The fact that they had to put out a statement just shows how much I didn't see any of it. It's pretty any of it, sad. Yeah. It's nuts. It's pretty and sad. like, if if the Mercedes fans and the Hamilton fans in particular need to direct their anger or frustration at anyone, it should be at their own team because they're the ones, yeah, that, honestly, they're the ones that butchered Lewis's race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, last bit I want to touch on before we move on to some bigger topics um, is Haas um, and Ryanair. Oh, There's yeah. a bit of a history between the two on social media. They've had a bit of back and forth this year. It's been pretty good. They have. And I feel like this year we've seen the emergence of companies jumping on social media and putting someone in charge of their Twitter accounts. Ryanair is good for so it So again, too. some serious good <laughs> content. Good. And Ryanair are one of the best. They one of the good. OGs. I've seen their TikToks and stuff. They're really good. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> This just absolutely cracked me up. So Haas put up a photo of them. It's a- them flying from AMS to MXP, which I'm assuming That's Milan's airport. Okay. MXP. So we're on the way MXP, to Milan. So, yeah. okay. And they put up a photo going through the rear entrance of an EasyJet plane and they CC in Ryanair with a kissy face. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryanair just reply, back of the plane, handshake emoji, back of the grid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, I'll rate it. I'll rate it. It's good. It's great. Man. Oh, they're good. I yeah. love that Ryanair is like, they just have nothing to do with F1 as well. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just well, purely there. For, that's like, what they're I even was, getting involved in like yeah. the Piastri like driver moves, being like, you know, we've got a spare seat for him. They're not something. affiliated or associated with any team or any area of the sport. They're just, they're, they're just, just talking they're shit. Just talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> just absolutely talking okay, shit. Okay, because that's what I wanted to ask. Was there any sort of linkage there? But there isn't. If there isn't, that's funny. Look, I've heard rumors that there were, but there was nothing concrete about that. I don't know. 
there was so, so there it's was just this, this. There was this tweet yeah. from June fourteenth, and people were like, "Oh, maybe this has a link." I just think it's pure banter. But basically, Ryanair tweeted, "Ryanair livery in F one dot 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 nice at Haas F one team would be in our budget range." <laughs> 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 and then Haas replied, "Nah, you're okay. We had enough of being last to our finishing destination last year." Having to dig back at them. So, people were like, oh, you know, they're linked. No, they're not. Nah, it just sounds yeah. like man. And I, yeah. I rate it. I it's great. It's, good. it's top-notch yeah. comedy. It is. Yeah. Box, Matty, box, box. The fourth sausage is on the barbecue. Welcome <laughs> oh, to the couch. I'm happy God. to join. <laughs> Don't burn me. How are we going? I'm all right. Yeah. It was a good weekend. MotoGP, F1, back-to-back. Yeah, I didn't watch the MotoGP. How was it? Intense. Mm. Yeah. Very intense. Very good race. Right, Went right down to the final lap. So, um... F1 had to pull something special out of the bag to keep up with that. And um, I was actually pleasantly surprised by the race thing. You guys already touched on it. Um, way, way more interesting to watch than last year. Bit of spice with all these conspiracy theories and other dramas floating around. Um, obviously, another Ferrari fuck up that none of us picked. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, pleasantly enjoyed it. Yeah, nice. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was quite enjoyable. Um, we've sort of been through everything were there any takeaways for you from the race that you want to talk about that we didn't bring up or i think i touched on some max stats last week but now he's closing in on the most number of wins in for a any driver in a season yeah, yeah. so yeah. at the moment it's 13 for for vettel and for schumacher um and he's at 10 and like right. we're at race number 11 or something along that yeah. like, <laughs> like race start. number 11 or race number 12 i know the seasons are getting longer but like that's ridiculous yeah he's just in that territory now where all his focus would be is just yeah. smashing records it's just those yeah. records you never thought would get broken yeah and, and it was just I, yeah and i think the, the other takeaway which you guys already touched on i think i'll you raised that was um that mercedes now to see that team uh transition into like two actual equal drivers after so many years of them just pandering to everything that Hamilton wants. Yeah. Um, at any other season, especially last season, they're leaving Georgia out there to act as rear gunner and they're trying to fight for that win. And um, and watching him sort of be put in that, that Leclerc at Silverstone scenario of just like, oh yeah, you're on your own, stick it out. Like, yeah. yeah. Swallow his pride a bit. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Yeah. For sure. And look, I know we've talked about this a lot, so we won't stick on it for too long. But we have to talk about Oscar Piastri because he mm. was confirmed we uh, finally to drive got, for McLaren yeah. next mm. year. It's finally, it's uh, kind of like the worst kept secret in yep. F1. It is. And it's I'm, I'm just very stoked because, yeah, I put out this TikTok when we heard rumours and I said it was confirmed. People absolutely gave it to me on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Been like, oh, bro, it's not confirmed. Reveal your sources. Look then. at me now. <laughs> Ahead of the curve. Reveal your Ahead sources. Ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great to see. Uh, it obviously opens up the Pandora's box for all the other seats. We've still got a spare Alpine seat. Oh, There's yeah. talks of Gasly moving. There's talks of um, Herta from IndyCar coming mm. in. So, yeah, it's all go- going on. I just want to touch briefly on who fucked up. Alpine. Big Alpine. time. I think that's not a, not even a question. And like to rub salt in the room, wounds, I was even reading, they have to pay for all of the legal battle court Do fees they? now yeah oh, no. so they, they pay one hundred and twenty thousand pounds of compensation to mclaren for, yeah covering for all, all the fees for all yeah. their legal fees yeah. they pay a hundred thousand pounds in compensation to piastri for all of his legal fees um plus their own legal fees yeah so Bro, an expensive are, exercise to just lose out again yeah they are yeah. in the bin like oh. they are just Contra- down in the dumps yeah just absolutely fumbled the bag in every sense of the word like from drivers to legal battles it's yeah. just all falling apart for them like, the only thing that's going well for them is their actual car performance because like they had a yeah. really strong race like Alonso smashed it and yeah. again he's, salt in the wounds that he's the driver you binned 
right? Effectively. Yeah. He's he's ten races in a row in the points now. Mm. He like he's he's pulling in some really 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 consistent results. Mm. Yeah. So just back to this legal battle, do they have to? Because I know Alpine were going to try recoup costs of mm. them putting him through their junior program. No, it's not. They're not getting anything? not a chance. No, no. Not a chance. So the the main rumor now is that they're they're effectively going to try and cut ties with Piastri early this season. McLaren want to try and get him into the car early. Um, before the end of the season for some test days and some Friday sessions. Yeah. So they may reach some kind of agreement where they don't have to pay McLaren the compensation and in return they get Piastri a bit early. Okay. Which I think that'll most likely be the scenario that happens. Yeah, it's like we won't pay the legal fees, it, but you can yeah. have him early. And it's beneficial to everyone because at this point now, Alpine, they won't want to run him in a simulator because he'll get access to their data for next season. Yeah. yeah, He might see what's in the pipeline, things like that. There's a lot of intellectual property law around F1. Yeah. Um, but also it's beneficial to McLaren because they don't get a benefit from running any other young driver in the mandatory young driver 100%. sessions. No, and from what they've seen with Danny Rick, they want to get in, in that car early as possible oh, yeah. to make sure yeah. he's comfortable. Because yeah. it's not an easy car to drive, as we've seen. Yeah. And he was the collateral in this situation, I think. Um, yeah. It came out that he, him, Weber and Piastri all sat down and sort of talked it out. And, you know, he doesn't have any hard feelings to Piastri throughout the whole scenario, which is good news. But, mm. yeah. he's. Well, it's uh, kind of like the team's gone behind his back anyway. Well, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Because he, he announced, I think, July 4th that he's... He's staying. He's yeah, sticking to it. So and all that. weird about yeah. it, right? Is now this timeline's all come out of yeah. how things played out. How you know on July fourth they basically signed a deal with with Piastri already. Yeah, uh, and then it, we've heard from Piastri that he said that he told him and Weber and the management team told mm. uh, Alpine on two separate occasions that he mm. wasn't driving for them next year, and yeah. they still came out. Yeah, and did, ridiculous, like, right? It just how. And like, then they were announcing that he was going to drive for them in the factory in front of other people after he told them that he wasn't going to. Yeah. It was almost like they felt like they had this just ownership over him because they'd given yeah. him this, you know, junior program. They're but almost like pressuring him into staying, yeah. Yeah. By yeah. just announcing it and being like, no, no, you're good. You're yeah. going to stay. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to leave. The craziest part about all this is, is that if Danny Rick decided to take on that extra optional year in his contract, we could have had a situation where um, Piastri would have just been the reserve driver. Yeah. Mm. After like, even though he signed early, but if Danny Rick decided, you know, you know what, I'm gonna stick it out and and be with McLaren for one more year, mm. it's uh, <laughs> it would have been a very interesting situation. Yeah, I'm still not convinced this is all we've all there is to this sort of Alpine thing. There's definitely a lot that's being sort of kept under the rug. I reckon there's something going on at Alpine yeah. that's making a lot of people not happy, um, and we might sort of see more as you know people. Someone has to get signed, obviously, for that second seat. Yeah. Um, which, you know, obviously it came out this week that Colton Herter from IndyCar, mm. seven-time winner, um, is basically got the deal, but there's this issue with his, um, his, super, his license. super license. With yeah. AlphaTauri, yeah? With AlphaTauri. Yeah. yeah. So the the thinking, and Horner basically confirmed it this morning, is that if, if Gasly goes to Alpine, they want to replace him with Herter, um, which... Like you've said, that's an issue with uh, the super license points. He hasn't got enough of them to technically yeah. be eligible to yeah. race in Formula One. And super license basically just it's an F one rule that you basically need experience in F one, not in F one. Sorry, F two and F three. Yeah, yeah. And enough racing experience in, yeah. in accredited FIA series. Yeah, you know, in leading up to F one. 
And um, can you get it without being in F two or F three? Like you can, yeah. you can do it through doing yeah. like testing sessions. And I think and that Super sort of Formula in Japan has you eligible as well. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's basically FIA mandated events, which is why yeah. for Herta who races in IndyCar, um, that's not run by the FIA. So his achievements in that sport aren't looked at as highly as someone's achievements in an FIA run sport. Right. So even though he's, you know, a multiple race winner and, mm. you know, not a bad driver in that sport, they're kind of like, well, it just doesn't. Yeah, it's much. still not enough points. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting what decision they make because obviously F1 would love an American driver. Oh, the way the sport's going, the sport. absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's it's American owned. They're adding all these American races. Even Horner said, you know, it'd be good for them yeah. as a Red Bull supporter team to have yeah. an American driver race for them. The question is, at what point do they stop bending over for the Americans? Because now they're talking about <laughs> breaking... A, a pretty solid and achievable system to get an American driver in. Yeah. They've dumped multiple races off the calendar. Like, what does that say to all the other junior in, yeah. drivers racing in F2 and F3? It's like, your time there is pointless. You could just go over to IndyCar and if you're an American, like, we'll just break the rules and you can come in. Yeah, I feel like they can't. They can't do it. It would yeah. just be favoring Americans to way too much. It's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. I could understand it. I, I could understand if he was a complete a completely unknown name. Yeah. Um, he has been linked with F1 before when yeah. there was whispers of Andretti taking over a team. He was kind of like, you know, going to be the it guy yeah. if if that deal came through. It's just, yeah. But th- th- that's my point. Like, why aren't they implementing him in a program to get those super license yeah, points? This exactly. has been coming for a number of years. Like, yeah. his name is nothing new around Formula 1. Is it I, Honestly, it's the first time I've heard of him even being mentioned as a possible mm. opportunity. Maybe it's because he didn't have his super license that I haven't heard of him. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like he's he is a seven-time winner, but surely there's more credited drivers around that could and take that, his seat. That's my other gripe with it as well. Is that yeah, he's he's a great IndyCar driver, but he's having a horrible season. He's not actually having a great IndyCar yeah. season because I've, I've been keeping up with it now since his name came up. I think he's like, like eighth or something. He's had less wins than Scott McLaughlin. Scott yeah, McLaughlin came the, from V8 Supercars. V8 right. Supercar driver. He yeah. never raced a single seater in his life, and yeah. he's whipped him this season. Okay. I'm not saying Scott McLaughlin should be in Formula One, but I'm saying. Why is Herder so highly rated? You've you've had all these other drivers like Joseph Newgarden. You had Dixon in his prime, Will Power mm. in his prime, Alexander Rossi got like three races in Formula One. They yeah. were all tossed aside years ago, yeah. And like Herder comes in now, and they want to break the whole system to get him in. It, yeah, to me, it it's makes kind no of sense. ironic that the FIA don't like see his like wins in IndyCar yeah. favorably because it's IndyCar. Yeah, yet they want him. I, yeah, it's like. He's insanely marketable. That can be... Oh, absolutely. That's one positive. Yeah. And he's young, but... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's got age and he's got marketability, but, mm. I mean, so does half the F2 grid. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, you put Liam Lawson in there, he's a Red Bull junior. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he's Schwartzman even. Yeah. yeah, Schwartzman, Jack Doohan. So, yeah, Jack Schumacher. Doohan, that's yeah. actually going to be out of a drive potentially now. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's an F2 world champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently there was um, the rumors have been continuing about Danny Rick, and apparently it's he made some comment to Checo um, that insinuated that he mm. is going to be sort of sitting on the sidelines next year. Yeah. Um, so that sort of partnership at Haas might not be happening. So maybe Haas will just sort of stay the same. I yeah. Be surprised. He's running out of options now, definitely. Yeah, there was. Um, is it Danny Rick running out yeah, of options? Danny Rick. Yeah, yeah, Danny Rick's running out of options for sure. Uh, there was. I'm not sure how much validity there is to this, but there was a whisper that he might become the Mercedes reserve driver. Mm. Really? For next year. Yeah. I could get around that. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be nice to see him in a competitive car again. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, for a, a test session here or there. Mm. Mm. Hypothetically. I can't really see him getting along with yeah. Toto Wolf, to be quite frank. 
No, I reckon they do okay. I mean, it, it's a position that... sort of funny side. Yeah, it's a position that was previously <laughs> filled by drivers like Ocon when he took a year out from the sport. Yeah. Mm. And, um, you know, he's ended up back at Alpine and, and you know, up until this point in the season, he's ahead of Alonso. So, mm. okay. it might not be the worst thing for Danny Rick. The only thing that Dan doesn't have that Esteban had is age. He's a bit older. Yeah. There's there's only so many so many years you can take out of the sport and and be able to work your way back in. For sure, for sure. Um, last thing I want to touch on uh, just before we wrap up and talk about Monza is just a quick one on Red Bull and Porsche, which we've talked about every week. Mm. I'm absolutely gutted. They've it's come out. Helmut Marco's made a comment. Basically, the the yeah, deal's it's not sort looking of good. Yeah. yeah, never tell him a secret ever. Yeah, like, he's <laughs> just <laughs> gonna tell everybody. Yeah. He's just the F one like padded gossip, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, he's always, his own F one leaks. Yeah. yeah, all this herder stuff. He's always got an opinion on out. everything. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just him. Like you just stick a microphone in front of his face, not even ask him a question. He's just like, He'll here's just all talk. this information. Here's yeah. who who's, here's who we're talking to about contracts. Yeah, yeah. It, look, it doesn't surprise me. It would have been the best powerhouse sort of collab in history, mm. um, Red Bull and Porsche together. But obviously, they're two big bulls sort of coming together, mm. grinding heads, no and the, and Porsche won fifty percent, yeah. and they basically are saying no, we we don't want to give you fifty percent. Like we could make engines ourselves. So yeah, mm, it's kind of well. There's whispers enough. that they might bring Honda back in. Oh really? Yeah. After a, a bit of time apart, I don't yeah. know. Maybe absence Another makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. yeah. I think um, Max has been used in like the most recent Honda road car commercials. Right. So it's like if that agreement isn't there anymore, why are you bringing Max in? Yeah. It's so funny. It's yeah. like Honda, like, oh, we want to leave, and it's like we're leaving. We're walking out the door. Oh, Red Bull are doing well. We'll come back. Yeah. It's like right. It's happened what three times now? It's like um, it's like saying the wog goodbyes. Mm. The, the goodbyes that go for like an hour and a half they're at the driveway right yeah. now they yeah, haven't yeah. actually got in the car yet <laughs> they haven't got in the car <laughs> yeah. yet they're still, yeah. they're still waving to each other having a yarn outside but yeah. yeah yeah it's a bit disappointing that um that Porsche and Red Bull kind of aren't finding an agreement because everyone wants to see that name on the grid absolutely and, yeah. and they're running out of time too we've seen Audi just swoop in in front of them and, yeah. and join so yeah there's rumours that they're talking to McLaren but we know that McLaren weren't really open to talking with Audi so mm. I don't know we'll see um, but yeah, that's sort of put to the sideline for now. Do you yeah. see uh, Porsche going to float on the stock exchange, Frankfurt Stock Exchange? Are they? Yeah, 25%. Interesting. Start pulling your dollars out, mate. Yeah, right. You could literally Bank own a piece in. of Porsche. Mm. Oh. We'll see how much of Porsche Toto ends up buying. It's another team he can own. <laughs> probably like, yeah. a, probably if you ignore the, that 25%, he'll buy the 50% that's not on the Yeah, market. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, look, it's we got two Ferrari boys here. Perfect to talk about Monza this weekend. Oh, bellissima. Yeah. What's up on the Ferrari fucker binger this week for you boys? We're going to stick to our last week's predicti- prediction. <laughs> for, Honestly, um, like, yeah. It's, it, it's, if there is a race where the two Ferrari drivers are going to take each other out, it's got to be Monza. The way yeah. this season has gone, it has to be the home race in front of all the Tifosi. It has to, like... Yeah. If it's going to happen, it's going to be this if weekend. If this season and f- was a movie and they were following Ferrari... This would be like the final scene when like, yeah, it's their home race and it's like, can they fuck up anymore? Yeah. Yes, they Just can. Just the in biggest front of their, capitulation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I'll go one step further. I reckon by some weird fate of chance, they'll be fighting one, two for the win and then hit each other. Oh yeah. Brilliant. Mm. I, they're not going to hit each other fighting for like ninth or 10th. Yeah. 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 If Yeah. God. <laughs> I can't even. Oh, I'm. I won't show up next week if that happens. Dead <laughs> set, man. <laughs> and just be you and Maddie on the couch, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they will just be up in a bar somewhere. Never heard. Of, never hear from you guys again. Nah. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but they're teasing white Ferrari racing suits for the mm. weekend. 
Yeah, it's interesting choice. And I happened to just put wear this white shirt today, <laughs> and I was looking at it, and I was like, this could be new Ferrari merch. It says, what does it say? Hide, run, scream, fight. Pretty much it's all the things that Ferrari will be doing on the re- on the weekend. <laughs> the one thing both drivers manage to do while in the car. Do you yeah. pre-plan these burns, Dan, or do they just come <laughs> to you like as you're sitting on the couch watching us just die inside? <laughs> <laughs> they definitely uh, fire up in my mind once mm. you guys are sitting around on the couch. Yeah, well, yeah, Monza itself, very historic track. It's one of, one of the day ones, pretty much. Yeah. The Italian Grand Prix in general, it's one of the OGs of the sport. Yeah. Um, it is Ferrari's 75th year, mm. so yeah, they will do some sort of tribute. But as we've seen in the past, when teams tend to do you know, tributes and special it reasons. Work out like, well it ends up being the shittest race. So we might be on. Yeah, we <laughs> might be on for a Have crash. Have you guys heard about Carlos? He's apparently he's taking an engine penalty, oh, and he's starting from the back. Fuck's sake! So <laughs> it's Tuesday it's night, man. <laughs> Another week. The pain's just already started. Already. The pain never ended, and it's already started. Yeah. yeah, you know this was Leclerc's second podium in ten races. Yeah, and yeah. one of them was his Austria win. Yeah. It's just nuts. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Um, also, just last thing for this weekend, Sonoda has officially um, lost all five license points or got penalised <laughs> five times. So he's um, <laughs> going to take a grid penalty. Yeah, he's going to take a penalty. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. If so. he wasn't so likable, he would have been booed to the curb. Oh, so for sure. <laughs> yeah. You can't help but like the guy, but fuck, he makes mistakes. Yeah. It, uh, it looked like, I don't know what it looked like to you, but it looked like during the race, he thought he had an issue. Thought he was going to get told to pull over, so he's undone all these like seat belts and stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm done. And then they're like, No, no, bring the car in. And then they've brought the car in and looked in and realized, Oh, all these seat belts are undone. His harness is undone. Yeah. And like, that's why half the pit crew's inside the, yeah. the cockpit there trying to tie him back up. Yeah. yeah. What I don't get about his logic, it's like, so he was driving and apparently his right front was like sort of screedy, like screeching and sort of making him drift around the track a bit. Yeah. There was like, he th- he felt like it wasn't put on properly. Yeah, yeah. the car was crabbing. Instead of it. pulling over the side, why wouldn't you just slowly make your way back to the pits? Yeah. And then why leave the pits again? Then why leave? Yeah, they, they changed the tyres, said, no, no, the tyres are all on fine. Go out, the car's fine. And then ended up, what, being a diff issue or something? Yeah. 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 So he was right, but then, yeah. He can't even retire properly. <laughs> no, it was weird all around. Anyway, um, last thing, predictions for this weekend. <laughs> uh, Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mons is a hard one to pick because the, well, the last four years we've had four different winners and yeah, they've Max all kind of been... Max one here. So. Yeah, they've been kind of obscure wins as well. We've seen like yeah. Danny Rick, Gasly, and then before that you had Charles and Lewis and Lewis has won here five times and mm. it's just like, I don't know. It's It's one of those ones where... It could either be a very, very predictable race and it'll be your usual, you know, top three, even top six mm. drivers in the mix. Or it could be a complete flip when you have someone like a Gasly or or a, or a Danny Rick up there. Okay. Mm. So you're going to pick the top three? Well, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's just going to be uh, Max up top because you just can't not pick because him at who the moment. Else? Yeah. <laughs> you can't not pick him. He's on form and he's... I think his only motivation to keep winning races is to outright have the most wins in a season. Yeah. It's just because it's all he does. He just wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then oh, I, I want to say, I want to say Charles second. I just want to see a Ferrari up there. But at the same time, it, it could be Perez. They could do a one-two and just really rub it in. Mm. So, you know what? We'll go Max first, Perez second, and Hamilton third. Okay. That's, that's my state of mind right now with Ferrari. I'm going to throw Max out for mine. Oh. I just, why not? Mm. Um, I'm going to go George 
So, oh, don't do George this to first. Me. Oh no, nah, George, George, George first. first. Monza cannot be allowed to happen. George first. I'll go there and throw a flare on the track, like <laughs> Charles second, and I'm gonna go Lewis third. Okay. Oh, double uh, Mercedes podium. Oh yeah, that that's one thing. But George, George winning in Monza, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I'll say Max first. Perez second, Alonso third. Alonso, okay. Yeah, that car's fast in a straight line. He's fired up. He's in good form. Something will happen to Ferrari. Hopefully, I put the reverse mocker on and they get a one-two now. Yeah. Unlikely, but... They'll end up like Lewis and Max last year on top yeah. of each other. And, yeah, and a boy chicane, can yeah. dream. <laughs> As your weekends get worse every weekend, your outfits get more and more boring. It's like you're, you're sort of... On Jeez. one end, you got the Ferrari merch. Yeah. And then you guys are just like... Wearing plain black, you're wearing a plain black jumper now because just. I'm gonna come in all beige next week. Your, your soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hopefully the colours beige. change up a bit next yeah. week. Full hospital gown next week, I reckon. That's it. Mm. Anyway, we've got a three-week break after this. Mm. Pretty much another summer break. So um, yeah. yeah, we'll see you next time, and uh, enjoy the weekend. Catch you next time. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs>